0: and welcome to another exciting episode of OneShot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we've got a great episode for you. I'm coming in just fresh off the two-page tabletop contest run by Top Secret Games. While judging that competition, I saw a ton of really wonderful, innovative games. And a couple of them had what I call the OneShot Sparkle. This week, as part of my continued commitment to bring you new and independent games, I am showing you a game that is brand new, fresh out of the competition, called Police Cops. Police Cops is a rules-light, action-oriented, police-procedural role-playing system. It's very simple, but the few rules it does have really encourage player creativity. It's a great way to break in new players or take a break from your more rules-intense systems. The best part is it's only two pages and available for free from the All Things Truly WordPress blog. Courtesy of Ryan Laothi, who you can find on Twitter at All Things Truly. Ryan is a talented designer and I can guarantee you that you'll be seeing more of his work on this show. And while you're looking him up on Twitter, you can also look us up at OneShotRPG. We'd really appreciate the follow. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, everyone, let's introduce ourselves to the party. Uh, first up, we have newcomer to the show, Brian Moody. It's your first time on air role-playing, but you've role before, right? Yes. All right, uh, well, tell us just a little bit about that game.
1: What did you play? Um, just classic Dungeons & Dragons. I'm not sure what edition at all, um, there are editions. What was your character? Uh, my character was a ranger. Okay, okay. Was um, it like human? Yeah, it was a human ranger. Um, I know I specifically was targeting, it it became overly ridiculous. It was seven improvisers playing together and only (laughs) two had ever played. Okay. Yep. But I was trying to be solid snake
0: (laughs) as much as possible. So you just like, if there was a box, you were going to hide inside it. Okay. It it was
1: always crates because they didn't have (laughs) activity. Yep.
0: Sorry, heroes, it appears there was an error in editing, and Brian's character introduction totally got overwritten. I don't know how that happened. Brian is playing a character named Luchin Statham, whose father was murdered with criminal negligence by the villainous oil and train baron, Tom Frankel. Sorry about that.
1: Okay, all right. Diversify, diversify, (laughs)
2: diversify. Eventually, he's going to find out that drugs exist. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We could be making so much more money, you guys. (laughs) Trains are so old. What is this meth
1: thing? (laughs) People
0: pay a lot for illegal things. I've just been doing legitimate businesses in a very negligent way. way. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um that that person you're hearing right now is dan Stofer. dan you will recognize from our horror on mount holy cross episode uh where we played
3: a great game of dread dan welcome back to the show hey thanks for having me appreciate it um who are you playing this week dan uh this week i'm playing mitch uh bud
0: McAllister. all right let's learn a little bit about mitch uh what's what's his history where's
3: he from uh well uh good old mitch grew up in the uh the great uh, chicago area was a chicago cop for about 25 years mm-hmm. uh unfortunately the job and the stress got to his wife uh florence and uh florence decided to go ahead and part ways uh mitch is a little heartbroken
0: obviously yeah uh
3: flo was the love of his life but uh he had to get away from the chicago area and all he knew because it reminds him of flo mm-hmm. uh and those see damn, all those progressive ads it it, it tears <laughs> him up every time uh so he went to uh Brooklyn, Brooklyn Alaska. Right? Uh, everybody's heard of it. Everybody knows. Yeah.
0: There Bo- is a Brooklyn, Brooklyn
3: in Alaska. Look Bro- it up. Bro- Brooklyn Alaska. It's there. Uh which oddly enough is the the one place in the uh the great uh states of America mm-hmm. that has no progressive commercials whatsoever.
0: Oh wow. Oh great.
3: So cuz they don't have cars. They don't need insurance in Alaska. Yeah. It's not required.
0: All right. Well, let's move on to our final guest, our special guest this week. Uh, His name is Grant,
2: um, but you might recognize him as General Ironicus. From ChipandIronicus.com and and also Let's Play the 13th Age, which is a little more adjacent to to the uh the topic today
0: yeah um uh, there's probably going to be a lot of crossover interest with our audience so let's uh talk a little bit about let's play the 13th age okay. um
2: uh it's an actual play podcast much like this one but it's one continuous uh campaign of 13th age which is a uh D ish game from uh rob Hainso and um the other guy jonathan tweet yeah that's the one (laughs) (laughs) the other guy's work is really impressive yeah you really gotta look it up uh they're the uh lead designers of fourth and third edition respectively and happen to be best buds so that's
0: so interesting i I think so many people internet (laughs) one of them must feel so bad all the time (laughs) and the other one is feels too good they must balance each other out very nicely um but how many
2: how many episodes deep is your show? Uh well right now we're putting up our 43rd session but if that sounds intimidating we uh because it is uh, we have a sort of fetch quest find the MacGuffin episodic structure just for folks like you so every once in a while there's a really good jumping in point. Um what's um, a good what's the best jumping in point right now? The most say? recent is number 40 nice number round 40. number
0: easy to remember. That's perfect. Uh, so heroes if one episode a week is not enough for you. If you haven't had enough listening to my show, listening to a show like Crit Juice, please fill that time. There's no reason you should ever be driving your car and paying attention to what you're doing. Uh, go over. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a link to his show in the show notes. Um, it's a great show. He also does Thank great you. Let's Plays. Yes. Um it's one of the podcasts that I have added to my regimen in the morning uh, because I am desperate for content as well. Uh, so please uh, look
2: up his show and let's find out, Grant, who are you playing this week? Ah, uh, well... I'm I'm a little rusty because I GM that game, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it's time to time to be a player.
0: <laughs>
2: it's time to switch hats. You're gonna just start declaring my villains dead. <laughs> well, rocks fell, so no, no uh, I'm playing Reginald Bronlington, uh, who is a, a wonder kid who always wanted to be the the greatest detective, mm-hmm. and his dream was to be in the Oxford <clears throat> Criminal Science Program, but he couldn't pay for it until he got sponsored by the Brooklyn PD. He was really excited, mm-hmm. and the catch was said, "Oh, you you gotta work for Brooklyn PD for a number of years to to pay us back." And he thought, "Well, that's that's great. A lot of interesting crime there." Eventually, upon graduation, he found out it was Brooklyn, Alaska.
0: Never the first Brooklyn people there, <laughs> <of it>. no.
2: <laughs> Which is a shame. It's a lovely town. <laughs> uh, so now he is uh, b- because of his uh, training. He, he his nickname around the station is Reggie Brains, and. Uh, He's an ace at uh, psychological profiling, but all of his years uh, uh, cloistered in the library. Not so hot with the ladies. Okay, okay. No. Not How- like not like Bud. <laughs> Which, th- that's got to
0: be really difficult, because there are not that many ladies in Alaska. Yeah, he's still
1: not getting any <laughs> progress. He's never going to develop. There are a dozen and a half women in Brooklyn,
2: <laughs> Alaska. I'm investigating the half. That's the closest I've gotten. <laughs>
0: There's one. There's still one he's never met. A the schedules a still, still line up. All right. Um, and with that, uh, let's start the game.
1: The Inuit are supposed to have fifty words for snow, but what people don't tell you is that they have a hundred words for crime. The only folks who stand between the good people of Brooklyn, Alaska, and the predatory racketeers who roam the tundra are police cops.
0: All right, so in Brooklyn, Alaska, um, at the police headquarters, uh, I want to point out that you guys are all detectives, and uh, you were the only people on the force. Uh, there's like a chief. And then you guys. So you do the beat patrols. You do all of the higher detective work. You do everything around. Uh, and the chief has, you know, called you into the meeting room to discuss uh, this week's cases. All right, eh? Everybody sit down. Everybody got a donut. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Just remember, everybody take one. We only got enough donuts in the donut budget for everybody to take one. So I know. They're delicious. They're super delicious.
3: Nobody get greedy, though, eh? I want, I want, uh, can I get the, uh, the raspberry filled one this week?
1: Uh, you motherfucker. Come on, Ace. Fine.
2: I'll take glazed. I'll just take what level will warm me up from, uh, traffic cop duty. When are we gonna get that light? They keep promising the the light's gonna come, eh? Right.
0: All, All right. right. All right. You just gotta believe there's a light at the end of that tunnel. Or there should be because there have been a lot of accidents (laughs) whenever we don't have someone on duty. (laughs) Alright, uh, we got, we got a situation. Someone's been out mutilating Ted's cows. Alright. Is is it aliens? Alright, that was my first instinct. I will punch the
1: shit out of an alien.
0: I have, uh, I've been writing aliens, probably aliens in the reports for the past four months. The problem hasn't got, I, I put out a lot of alien repellent. You know, uh, mm. I told Ted to start farming in a suit. Put a lot of Will Smith posters up. Mm-hmm. That usually slows aliens down in my experience. Not happening. Okay. So now I think we got to start investigating non-alien channels, putting a little bit more effort into it. He had a hundred, he had 120 head of cattle you know god knows why he's cattle farming in alaska terrible place to
3: cattle farm but uh they're being mutilated i don't know i uh chief i'm i'm going to i'm going to go ahead and say i, I kind of smell like it <laughs> kind of smells like it might be an alien all right um for that i, I need you to make a
0: smarts roll all right what six six. so one success so you have been smelling actually uh, ironically for the past four months the town has smelled strange um you can't quite place your finger on it it's sort of a chemically smell um aliens you think a great explanation for it probably aliens now that we know the cattle are being mutilated out somewhere uh it's got to be aliens i got a hunch boss what's that
1: it's tom frankel
3: Oh, uh,
0: this again Tom Frankel is Tom le- Frankel. Tom God Frankel damn. is a legitimate businessman. He just happens to also be mayor and governor of our fine state. <laughs> mayor of our fine city. Governor of our fine
1: state. I'd re elect Palin any day. Listen Let's not say things we can't take back, Ace. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tom Frankel is an upstanding member of this community. I know you're out to get him, but until you have proof we can't come down on him. Now, I know, Ace, you're a good cop. All right? I need you to focus
2: on being a good cop, eh? Eh. Hey. Hey. Eh. All right. Uh, I got a hunch we should go take a look at this field. All right. That, that might be my city learning talking, but... uh. Jump
1: in the copter.
2: <laughs> uh, let's just go and take the car this time. It's not far away. It's ten miles away.
0: I'll meet you Chopper is technically for emergency situations only. There but...
1: are cows dying, boss.
0: Okay. Sure, sure. It's very
3: expensive fuel. All right. Come on. I'll I'll, uh, I'll drive and let you ride shotgun. How about that?
1: Uh, can, can I, just I use a walk- shotgun too?
2: Very slowly toward the shared parking lot. So by the time I get there, the decision will be made. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you guys
0: uh, managed to work it out. How are you getting over there?
3: Helicopter.
2: Helicopter. <laughs> oh, helicopter! Yeah, I was heading toward the for the helicopter. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you guys get out of the helicopter. So you guys get get out of the police station. You head over to the helipad. Um, you guys have a uh, small uh, plane and a helicopter. Um, it's but no budget for light, <laughs> no budget for lights at
2: all. It's really I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was the other Brooklyn. I didn't know the budget <laughs> in the o- next decade. In order for you guys to
0: land the helicopter, the chief actually has to get out and smoke really heavily so that you can see the little helipad, the helipad because you have no lights. Um, but yeah, you, you, you pile into the helicopter and take off. Um, now it is just a 10 mile trip. Uh, it's a nice, it's not a clear day. It's a little bit cloudy. Um, uh, you know, it's part of the eternal summer, uh, the eternal day of summer in Alaska. It's just super bright out all the time. Uh, all crime happens in broad daylight in Alaska. Um, you are flying over a you're you're flying almost to the farmer's field when you notice uh coming up alongside you is a black helicopter um it it looks very intimidating uh, it's also you you don't recognize it you've never seen it around town before what do you do
2: i want to investigate that helicopter i want to i don't know look for distinctive markings yeah roll a, roll a smart behavior okay that's the my number next to smart. yep Okay. and one two
0: three successes three successes uh that's great um so you're looking at this helicopter and you see on the side of it uh a what looks like to to be a uh inuit uh, drawing of a killer whale, um, and you recognize this instantly as uh, the black ops mercenary team that happens to be live in this very area. Um, they get hired for all sorts of shady sh- stuff, but this is definitely the blackfish of the sky. Oh no! Got, um, got blackfish. And just as they, just as you say that, uh, they roll down their <laughs> helicopter window and one of them st- takes an Uzi out of the window and starts shooting at the helicopter. So you, Ace, are gonna need to make evasive maneuvers in order to avoid getting shot out of the sky. Alright. So roll your helicopter skill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rule that this is a fast roll. Um, so you'll add your fast stat to your bonus for being a helicopter pilot.
2: And nope. they are going to roll their attack roll. Uh, assist rolls come. uh Can they be after? Do I have to declare? it? A
0: declare, it, now. declare it okay. now, and describe how you're. Atta- and I also describe assist.
2: how you're evading. Yes.
0: Because if okay. you de- if you describe it in a super awesome way, it may get you another die to roll.
1: So All uh, right, yep. the evasive maneuver I'm going to use. I'm going to do a barrel roll <laughs> over the other helicopter so I can get to where their window is facing my window, so they're at my driver window of the mm-hmm. helicopter, so then I can also shoot at them. Okay. No. All right. I'll give you
0: the
2: extra die um, and right, your assist. I was uh, going to, like, knowing what I know of uh, Blackfish... Uh, uh tactics mm-hmm. like what's the best maneuver to get in their blind spot or away from like their planned follow-up using my psychological profiling
0: well you you recognize yeah yeah so yeah. um roll roll your smarts oh smart and uh, if you feel like you, anything else is appropriate you can add that okay.
2: that's two from my help Okay, so... Uh, Plus whatever. Yeah,
0: you, you know this is a black wasp, which is uh, one of the most high-tech military helicopters in the sky. <laughs> However, there's a fatal flaw. If you get on the left side window, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it jams. <laughs> All, right. All right. So add two more dice. to Jad that his two for two his more. assist?
2: Oh, All right. Okay.
0: That's how, that's how the assists work. Hoo, hoo, hoo. All right. They only got one success in attacking you. How many did you get for the evade? Let's see. It's Three.
1: Three.
0: Excellent. So you managed to evade them. Uh, there's no damage to the helicopter, which is good because it's one of three vehicles that your department possesses. And that would be <laughs> <laughs> the chief would have a field day with that. And the mayor would be all over him. And the mayor is oh, Tom. Frankel. Frankel. Um, okay. But you guys have maneuvered yourself over to the left side of this black ops helicopter. Um, what do you do?
3: Uh... I go ahead and uh, pull out my shotgun, mm-hmm. and I start bl- blasting away at this uh, this uh, Black Ops helicopter. All
0: right. Uh, roll your attack. Yeah, and this is your strong stat. Okay.
1: So you got two. Three?
0: three. Uh, uh, it's fives and sixes are successes. So that's three. Boom. Three. Wow. That's great. They're going to try and evade uh, to no avail whatsoever. Um, so you roll down you roll down the window, you lean out, um, and you take careful aim at their tail rudder. And uh, you shoot it, the propellers get damaged, it starts smoking and spinning out of the sky. Um, mm-hmm. As you guys are now hovering right above the farm.
2: Well, that was exactly like the naval broadside delivered to the USS Constant. Okay, I'll stop.
3: God, brains.
1: No, no, I really want to hear the rest of that story. <laughs> what happened? You can't leave me on a cliffhanger. What is this lost? Yeah, yeah,
2: we're
3: Ace. Google it. All right.
2: And anyhow, he'll uh, Google it
0: at the computer when the, you guys get back the to the one computer we have in, in Brooklyn. town <laughs> <there> any, uh... <laughs> at the library.
2: Are there any patterns in the field? Or
0: uh, yeah, so uh, you guys are now looking over the field. Uh, roll to see if you see any patterns, because um, you're you're now like you're very carefully looking out for aliens, any sort of alien activity. <laughs> of course,
2: of course, the most likely culprit. Three
0: successes. All right, um, you look over and you do see that uh, the the crops going in the field up here, because we all know actually it's a it's a vineyard. I'm gonna say. <laughs> A great
2: uh, in the Great Alaskan Wine. Oh, the Great Brooklyn, Alaska.
0: Yeah, there, there, there is a vineyard in every state. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're like looking over. You do see there is a vineyard here, and there is a strange pattern that you see in the vineyard field from above. So you're going to have to follow that up. So this person raises cattle and grapes. Just pointing that out. <laughs> That's. How little I know about farming. Um, (laughs) But you guys come down in front of the main farmhouse. You land, um, and uh, Ted is out there to greet you guys. Hey, officers.
1: Ted.
3: Ace. Hey, uh, how you doing, Ted?
1: Bud. Theodore. Brains. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We heard the... We heard the bad news about your drunk cows getting slaughtered. Happening more and more often. I'll go out... First I thought it was coyotes. Then I was sure it was aliens. None of the alien repellents been working. I got Will Smith posters all over my... My house. Pretty much a damn near guarantee. I've been photoshopping Welcome to Earth on pretty much everything I
0: own.
2: Figure. That seems really welcoming, actually. Well, getting but but it's
1: Will it's a picture yeah. of Will Smith's fist. Oh, okay. yeah, all right. It Says welcome to Earth yeah. on it. Yeah, well, I, yeah, okay. Earth figure. with an E A R F. Earth. Earth. I, E-A-R-F. If you watch the film, and
2: I've watched the film several times, along with every other film. But if you watch the film, uh, he says Earth quite clearly with a. Uh, yeah, he says Earth. Okay. <laughs> all right.
1: I don't know. I don't know what police cops can do for me. You're, you're making a smell roll. <laughs> What is I, uh, it, Bud? Bud, what is it? You're making that face again.
3: <laughs> that- I, uh, I I smell kind of like a like a like a rail yard kind of smell. You smell like mm-hmm. a like a train kind of rail.
1: Frankel. It
3: distinctly smells kind of like uh like a rail rail yard here in the uh, the cow cow well, field. That doesn't make any sense. It should smell like cow shit. Oh, it's that's definitely there too. And but grapes. I mean. With a
0: smaller herd, I would have to reduce the size of my field by half, but I don't see how that would make anything smell like a train.
2: <laughs> uh, Maybe what,
0: like a... Who are, your, uh, who are your neighbors, Ted? Oh, well, you know, on the one side of me, I got the the
1: Johansons, uh, who have their three daughters. Um, uh, I've met them. One of three of the Twelve and a half women in this town. <laughs> Their mom ma Yeah, half one third <laughs> of the entire one patrol Hanson's. And on the other side
0: of me, I got uh, uh, I got our mayor Tom Frankel. Mm. So I can't imagine. I can't imagine. See, they're my neighbors, you know. That bastard. One man's raising three daughters. The other man is busy being the most
3: upstanding citizen in our community.
1: Uh, grumble, grumble, grumble.
3: Well, I uh, uh, what what time did uh did this uh, occurrence happen? Do you think with the uh, the cows being slaughtered?
0: It must have happened at three a.m. when the
3: sun was blazing down. Oh, okay. over the tundra. I can uh, I can definitely account for the uh, whereabouts of the uh, three Johansson girls.
1: <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to trust you on that one. <laughs> I was punching water at 3 a.m.
3: Well, I I wasn't I wasn't questioning where you were at, at the race.
1: <laughs> Just letting you know.
3: I I appreciate that.
0: Um. So uh, the, he he leads you around the property. like, "These are where I grow the grapes. These are where I've, this is where I've trained my cows to stomp the grapes into wine, <laughs> fine Alaskan wine. Uh, and this is this is the field where my cows uh." you know stand around doing cow things.
2: Uh, so oh, all right. Um do, can we see any of the bodies of the victims? Is yeah. Your cows? Yeah. Here you go.
0: Um and he takes you he takes you to this horrifying corpse. It looks like this cow has almost been turned inside out. It's just such a mess that it's hard to make any sense of it without, you know, real Detective work. So if you have, if you want to make a smarts roll, if you want to justify to me that it falls under the purview of one of your special talents, let
2: me yeah, know. I-, I would like to, uh, see what sliced it up, if it was sliced with my smarts plus knives.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. Make so that smarts roll.
2: That brings it up to seven. One, two successes. Two successes.
0: <laughs> All right. So looking at over, um, you're comparing it to one of the knives that you, your utility knife Reggie that you Brains carry with you. Reggie Brain just has you. like a
2: glassy look fall over his face. He stops shaking as he finally gets to work, and it's really creepy. Yeah. Uh, this is why it's a minus three with the lady. It's one of those, it's one of those
0: scenes, uh, like in Psych or one of those other shows where, like, the camera has special effects lighting up different clues and the animal is like, he's looking at it. And then we have a shot of you guys just, uh, you know, standing around him drinking coffee as he's, you know, Um, And you're looking over, and you've determined that these wounds on this cow are blunt force trauma. They're
2: probably not from a bladed weapon at all, if it's a weapon. It got punched open, is what you're saying about this cow.
0: Well, it was definitely done with blunt force. You don't know if it was bare fists, but certainly it wasn't anything with an edge.
2: It looks like the work of a train to me. (laughs) A runaway train. Oh, for a second, I thought you said a trained me.
1: No, no. <laughs> a train.
2: <laughs> a train to me. Oh, ah, all right, I'm, I'm caught up, Ace. I didn't think you were that good at punching.
1: I'm not saying you're not good at punching. Please, I will. This, if please, you're asking if please. I will punch a train, I will punch a train to death. <laughs> okay. So uh, just
3: just to uh, get clear here, uh, Ace, who do you who do you think's responsible for this, Frankel? <laughs> that's that's what I thought
2: you did say
1: that about every parking ticket, even cars that aren't his he's manufactured at least one part in each of those cars, making him culpable <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh and you're gonna you're gonna stick not you're gonna stick with that right here there is.
1: Bastard. I know he's involved here. With the blackfish, too. Which we should really go investigate that crash site. We just left them there. They could be anywhere at this point. I should chase them down. Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Well, they did crash on private property,
1: and it did happen to be Frankel's property. I can jump a fence. I can punch through a fence. I can blow up a fence. And well, I, uh, and I can forge the proper documentation. But I mean, uh... Correct me if I'm wrong
3: they're not uh, brains, but uh, don't we have probable cause if there's a uh, accident? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: By forge, I just spent sort of draw up on the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so don't, while, don't get ahead yourself, there. Uh. <laughs>
0: yeah, on the ride over, um you you're, you're going to need to make a smart roll for this. On the Plus ride four. over, you have to Plus uh, bureaucracy? Yeah, fill okay. out the proper documentation. We're
1: riding on Ted's tractor, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's a long ride over. <laughs> Alright, that uh warrant is three successes worth of improper order. Ah, five, four successes. Well no, I didn't roll that one. Oh, okay. That was I only rolled the six.
0: Alright, so yeah, that that is definitely solid documentation <laughs> as you make it over to the Frankel estate. Hey heroes, I'm taking a quick mid-show break to remind you that one shot could use your help. We are going to be featuring the D ten Slash role playing system on one shot very soon. The only problem is it is a generic role-playing system without a setting. So I am turning to you, my illustrious creative fans. All you have to do is come up with a role-play setting that fits on one page and one character to go with that setting and send it in to gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. Kat and I will look through all the entries, pick the winner, and the winner will be featured on Shot. We'll also do a critical success episode explaining why we chose the setting we went with. To get started, head over to bestwithstuff.com and download the D10 slash O role-playing system. Once you've read it over, send in your ideas to gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. Good luck, heroes. Um, you pull up. Oh, hey there. This is private property, eh? Hey, uh, You might want to back off, eh? It's Frankl's manservant. Rick Moranis. <laughs>
3: That's right, I'm Rick Moranis. Manservant. I'll, I'll never get over that that uh, name. That's so many different feelings I from I know, from it's
1: a coincidence. It's a big just, coincidence. Uh, don't just think just, I won't uh, blow up your kids.
0: All right, I don't appreciate you coming over to my boss's property and threatening me. That's not neighborly. And we like to be neighborly members of
3: our community. Brains, uh, show them the documentation.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: I, I express the, the proper documents. and Yeah, there's a... Uh, Helicopter that crashed. We're just checking it out. It's oh, really? Helicopter. That. I helicopter. didn't hear Mara. anything. Really?
3: Really? Rick Moranis.
0: No, not a thing. It's been super peaceful
1: out here. There the- were Uzi shots, like a oh, hundred yeah. feet up, and a big explosion. You know how our friends and friend shotgun Barton. shots <laughs> an explosion <laughs> a helicopter crash non-visual
2: senses. He heard it. So, uh... all right. Also, we were there. All right.
0: I'll <laughs> have to. I'll have to. You know, abide by these documents. I'm
1: just saying, you're probably not going to find anything. Yeah, hey, uh, bud, with your super sense of touch, can you feel the heat of a fire burning somewhere on this property? That jet fuel probably hasn't burned out yet.
3: Uh, let me go ahead and put my uh my hands out there. And, uh, uh, that is definitely a smarts roll. I'm thinking. Hey, two success. Three success. Three success.
0: So, um, I'm going to say that these are skills that you have had since birth, but you really honed them, uh, by finding an Inuit master tracker who taught you how to control your powers. Um, and you sort of, you, you stand in the field feeling the fluctuations in temperature and, uh, speed of the air around you. And you notice that there was in this area very recently a super intense fire um but you're having trouble feeling it now where it should be uh so it's somewhere on this property although it seems like somebody's trying to cover it
3: up a hey, uh, ace i kind of feel like somebody's trying to uh, cover up the uh, the crash i can't uh, can't really uh, I, I i feel the direction of the wind and
1: i can i can feel where the the heat was But it's uh, it's like it's not there anymore. It's gotta be here. It's impossible to hide a helicopter crash in 20 minutes. We didn't talk about cows that long.
0: Oh, Uh, maybe you should just go back to the farm and continue talking about cows. Hey, Rick Moranis. We're talking here as cops, okay? Right Right now you're a suspect. What's your last name, Rick Moranis? That's right. Rick Moranis is my first name. (laughs) (laughs) My last name.
1: My last name is Jacoby. Rick Moranis Jacoby.
3: <laughs> uh, that just gets me every time.
1: You're just as bad as him. You know that Rick Moranis. Bad as Rick Moranis. He's a great American actor. You take no, that back, Frankel.
2: Eh? You're just as bad as Frankel. I'd like to point out that Rick Moranis, the actor, is Canadian. Okay, I'll
1: stop. <laughs> North American.
0: Well, y'all consider ourselves part of America. You guys just don't get to own it because you're United States. (laughs) Canada had a more creative name, okay? You don't own it because you were uncreative with your name. You're an American citizen.
3: This is Brooklyn, Alaska. That's true. I'm from Canada originally, though. All right, fellas. Let's just uh, follow me over this way, where the last direction of that uh, heat was at.
2: All right. I was wondering if, like, all the time when Rick Moranis Jacoby was getting uh, all riled up, if I could see any tells, like what he was hiding. Mm, all right. That's yeah. that's going to be a smart's role, do like a Columbo. One last thing. I'm adding my psychological profiling.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, And I got no successes No successes He's (laughs) impossible to read This man is stone faced Canadian killer Jacoby He's like He's a person like Tom Frankel Chooses only the best men Who are willing to live in Alaska (laughs) To keep his To keep his company And handle his affairs And Rick Moranis Jacoby Is the most trusted of his affiliates I see something
1: in his back pocket, something that looks suspicious. Roll it. Roll that. So I want to pickpocket it. Yeah. Roll that pickpocket. That's going to be a fast roll. Okay. So martial arts. Right. And more with martial arts. My pick. Martial uh, justify art, pick how it's gonna, martial artsy. Because I'm, I'm going to flip over him. <laughs> And that's going to be quickly taken completely out. unnoticed. It's
0: going to be unnoticed. Okay. This could go very badly for you.
1: This is going to be against his role. I'm not saying I'm smart. <sighs> I'm just saying I'm quick. Ooh. One success for me.
0: Four successes <laughs> to notice you. Jacoby.
1: <laughs>
3: He's a strong arm So,
0: uh You, like, you are reaching Towards his back pocket Uh, when you feel his hand catch your wrist What's the matter? You a butt toucher? You just go around Touching people's butts, eh? There's
1: not enough women to go around Some say
0: Yeah, it gets real lonely up here I save that sort of energy For the ice You should too
1: You better watch your back, Rick Moranis Jacoby.
0: Oh, don't worry. I already was. That's where I caught you trying to reach my behind. Remember, we just had that conversation. That just happened. It just happened right now. I couldn't forget. I was watching my back. I was doing just that. Well, you
1: better watch your front too.
0: Oh, don't worry. I'll watch both sides.
1: I walk away in shame. (laughs)
0: all right uh so you guys head out to where uh where bud is sort of feeling the you know fluctuations of of where the fire
2: might have been i mean is this we watched it go down is this Mm -hmm. like the same area this is definitely
0: the same area there was there was like a a magnificent gazebo in the back of uh of tom frankel's property Um, and it went down right next to the gazebo. It would be so like, it would be impossible to cover it up. Especially there's no snow, or there is snow, but like, there's not much snow right now. There are heavy, heavy fogs of mosquitoes on this property right now. Uh, being summer, they, all the larva has come to life at once and they are eating you alive. Um and thankfully, like, you get near this gazebo, and it's sort of uh, the mosquito population is sort of lowered a bit. Um, and you're looking around now for
2: where a helicopter crash should be, but this area looks fine. Um, how many other tracks did we see leading to on, on the way, like mm. in the bit of snow that remains? Interesting. It looks like there is not, uh, there's not a lot of
0: foot traffic on this part of the property. I mean, you can see in some of the areas where there is snow still about, maybe a few footprints. Um, but you do notice, uh, there are some, uh, something that would be like from a John Deere vehicle, um, that are crisscrossing the property. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple tracks that are sort of leading around. (laughs) To get more information, you're going to have to figure out something to roll for.
3: That was a mosquito.
1: (laughs) Is Rick Moranis with us?
0: No, he he stayed at the the front gate.
1: Alright, I'm going to use my martial arts skills and jump on Bud's back. And then jump really high to get a good vantage point during the jump. Alright. Nice. He tried this with uh, Reggie's back once and it didn't work out. No, it did <laughs> not work
0: out. And even though Bud is old and has back problems, like he's used yeah. to this. Four
1: months. I disability. squashed brains like a mosquito. And I'm good at <laughs> squashing mosquitoes. So it's fast in martial arts? hmm
2: Yeah.
1: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> one. One.
0: Only one. Uh, well, the grass here looks immaculate. It looks like the, 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 this part of the property is utterly perfect. Um, too perfect. Too perfect indeed. You can't quite place your finger on it, but perhaps this new information, yeah, your compatriots might be able to figure something out.
2: Alright, uh I'm going to do a smart scroll to investigate the grasses itself. Is this natural grass? Mm. Is this astroturf? What's up with this grass? One success.
0: <laughs> so you're looking at the grass. <laughs> it is is perfect natural grass. This is definitely natural grass. Um so it's not that it's false grass or anything but uh your 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 smart senses your your brain is telling you something in your subconscious like something's not
2: right here but you can't quite place your finger on it something's not right here but I can't place my <laughs> finger on it
3: <sighs> Do we uh do we still have the tractor that we rode over
1: Uh that's parked out front of okay. the property I decide I'm going to try to interview witnesses, and with all these mosquitoes, one of them is bound to have seen something. Okay. So I'm using my massive psych profile skills, as well as my <laughs> smarts to talk to a so mosquito. So that's a
2: negative three total, you say. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to say that, uh, while Bud was honing his <laughs> skills, his super senses, uh, you got to talking with somebody who convinced you that you had a gift that would allow you to commune with animals. <laughs> um, and you've always been convinced that uh, should the right situation arise, you would be able to tap into this gift and use its powers for good. So now you're going to try and commune with mosquitoes. So make that roll. Make that smarts roll. Uh, It's negative three. I know it's negative three.
1: I don't even know how to do a negative three. To
0: commune with an animal. So, like, you have no dice to it at all? So you just... (laughs) You get bit by more mosquitoes than you would have, because you're seeking them (laughs) out.
2: I don't know. Ace is starting to swell up. I think it's only (laughs) negative two, because that's a... Pretty cool stunt. That is a pretty. That is only negative two. (laughs) So you get
0: bit by like ten less mosquitoes than you would have otherwise, but you have mosquito bites all over your body. It didn't work, bud.
3: Yeah, yeah. I kind of saw that happen in the race. uh What
1: don't we? we Eskimo witch lied to me.
3: You need to stop watching those Eddie Murphy movies. That's what you need to stop doing. Why don't we uh why don't we just like uh start walking to where the the grass like looks too perfect? Mm. See what happens there. So you start
0: uh you know setting up a perimeter, walking around this area of the property. Make a smarts roll.
2: All right, <laughs> what police do. Damn it. Uh,
0: so excellent sense. <laughs> or,
2: yeah, you know what smarts uh, is for.
0: i this so. excellent sense. You can add your excellent sense oh, taste to it. That makes five. Okay. Oh success, So you, you start setting up a, peri- a perimeter, and then you hold up your hand to, like, signal them to stop. Everybody stops moving, and you reach down. You take off your socks and shoes, and you're now barefoot. And you walk around the perimeter, feeling it with your feet, absorbing the information. And uh, once you've finished your perimeter, and you're like, the snow is in a perfect square. And then all of a sudden a flash like you you remember your memory from when you had jumped off his back and you were seeing it from above. That's what was off. The snow here is in the perfect square. And you look down, this grass was too perfect. You pull up a corner of it, it sawed.
1: <gasps>
3: dun, dun, dun. But Bud does that sometimes. He just for <laughs> no reason will go dun dun dun.
0: Well, I see you boys. Have- Flo used to like. Been having quite the time of it today. It's none other than Tom Frankel. He's you bastard. Surrounded by people, uh by a bunch of people in dark sunglasses and uh flannel uh, with <laughs> massive beards. When my boy Rick Moranis told me that you
1: are on my property, I
0: figured I'd come by and offer you boys some lemonade. Are you thirsty, officers?
1: thirsty for vengeance.
0: Well, I can't imagine what you would need to feel vengeance for.
1: I don't know
2: about accepting lemonade this time of year and, you know, this far away from the growing air. I'll stop.
3: You? Would that be like a a bribe their brain Sounds like a bribe to me.
1: Trying to bribe us there, uh, Tom?
0: Oh, no. I'm just being an upstanding
1: member of my community. Like you bribed the inspector in San Francisco that caused the negligence that killed my pappy. Is that what you're doing? Lou, Lou, Lou. I will throw you away in a bin. I understand the
0: trauma that comes from losing a parent. I'm an orphan myself. All right? I understand it. No need to no need to get angry with me, Lou. Maybe we should talk. Maybe you and I can have dinner sometime. We can work out our differences. Talking's
1: not my strong suit.
0: Oh, uh, well, that's good. I... Because none of my men here like talking either. And it seems, since you officers haven't found any phantom helicopter crash, you'll need to be escorted off the property. And my men are going to be happy to do that, and you can either go peacefully, or they can do it without talking.
1: Why have you been sodding, Frankel?
0: (laughs) I like to have an immaculate lawn. Keeps property values up. Keeps my neighbors happy. I enjoy being neighborly, Leo.
3: Uh, well, then, uh, go ahead and, and, uh, be a little bit more neighborly and let us, uh, investigate this. Do we, we know there's a, we know there's a downed helicopter somewhere. Oh, I'm afraid I'll be seeing guests later this afternoon.
0: It would look simply untoward to have officers investigating the property. But seeing as how there's no downed helicopter here, I believe you gentlemen have finished your business.
2: As uh as, as the the bearded tufts start to encircle us, yeah. They, uh, they- Re- Reggie Brains is just like having his hand slide behind his back, where, he- where he's got his n- hidden knife. He's just looking at the two guys who are actually good in a fight. Like, w- w- what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah,
0: you're, you're sizing you're sizing them up. Uh, they have the forearms of curlers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these men are broomers, which means they are going to be
1: brutal in a fight. I crack all ten of my knuckles preparing. <laughs> well, I suppose
0: I'll be seeing him you him boys himself. around. Or maybe not. It's Alaska, after all. Properties can be dangerous from time to time. Uh, and he turns around and he walks back inside his mansion uh,
1: as the thugs start to encircle you guys. You guys know we're cops, right? Is <laughs> We have the paperwork. <laughs> oh, you're cops, eh? Uh, oh.
2: Re- Reggie Brains does produce his badge. It is.
1: Uh, that's it's quite
2: good. Shiny. Because it'll go nice with my
0: collection. And he unfolds his jacket and you see a bunch of cop badges that have been sewed to the inside. That one's says anchorage. That one's from Portland. That's where they have real
1: cops. Yeah. Portland. The toughest police force in the world.
3: That's why there's so little crime there. <laughs> That's when I notice he has a uh, Chicago police badge, which sends me into rage.
0: All right. And with this, I think we're going to roll for initiative. Now, the way initiative works in this system, you roll fast. The number of successes you have in your fast. or No, actually, it's equal to your fast stat. So whoever whoever has the highest fast stat goes first. Uh, Three. I have
3: five. I have three.
0: All right. So you two, last two, will go at the same time. But first up is Ace. You guys are surrounded by uh, five different bearded
1: uh, curlers. curlers. Yeah. Sweepers, as they're called. I pull out my two pistols that are behind my back. Like oh, you shouldn't be bringing guns to a fist fight, copper. I'm not going to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man!
0: As you take out the bullets and you throw r- them
1: individually <laughs> into the mouths of each hoodlum that I'm being encircled by,
2: uh, roll
0: that. Uh, now you can. I'm gonna rule that. Uh, I don't know what that is? So this is that. You definitely get an awesome die for that. <laughs> I'm gonna say that this is I, this is either I think this is gonna be a, a fast roll because you're not exactly trying to hurt them with these. You're just trying to get bullets in their mouths to like distract them um, and put them off guard. So it's gonna be fast. Plus your awesome die. Mm-hmm. Um, plus you, Martial arts or plus machine? martial arts. Plus martial arts. Okay. All right. What (laughs) So one of the guys so you like throw so you throw a boat very quickly at one of the guys and he starts choking. Um, and so one of the other guys goes over to give him a Heimlich maneuver. So two of the guys are distracted right now. Meanwhile, the other three move in, and they move in on you. He's throwing bullets! Take him down!
3: <laughs>
0: um, and now you have to roll defense, okay. and that is going to be your strong. Okay. So just
1: the four of them? hmm <sighs> Nothing.
0: Oh. All right. The worst and- roller. these guys get two successes. Uh, So you are taken down one health category from healthy to just a scratch. Uh, So they move in on you and they don't attack in a normal way. They sort of, uh, rather than punching physically, they set both of their hands at like an even distance. And then they sort of push them both forward (laughs) as though they were pushing a broom (laughs) But they hit so hard, and it smacks on the side of your face, and that swells up a little bit. And you raise your hands, you're ready to continue fighting. Next up is Reggie.
2: Alright, Reggie has clearly identified the leader. Mm -hmm. He's the one who yelled about throwing bullets. Yeah. And is going to rush up on him very quickly while he pulls a blade and like take him hostage.
0: Okay, okay. Um, now this is going to be a role based on strength, as most fighting roles are. Damn yeah. it.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, I said the
2: word quickly to sort of like plant.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, you're trying to plant it, but uh, like even shooting is based on strength in the system, so there's no argument for that. Uh, they're just used for different things. You can use you can use fast to get out of the way of things and dodge okay. if your fast is better than your strong. All right. But.
2: So uh, he's so strong plus knives, and uh, on on the run up, it's gonna be like, "We're gonna make a clean sweep out of here." No. Oh, one, one success. One, one. one
0: success. Okay. All right. So this is the leader. So he has a couple more dice than the other guys. Um. Unfortunately, so, so you, you run up on him and you take out your knife. Uh, you come up behind him and you put your knife to his throat and he's like, you're making a mistake, eh? Canadian beards are tougher than American beards. And he starts throwing you over his shoulder, and you, like, out of reflex, try to try to cut him a mm-hmm. little bit, but his beard is so strong, your knife can't do anything to it as he throws you over his shoulder and throws you to the ground, and
2: then he's got a boot on your throat, uh, I, ready to take you out. But in the future, we've got leverage. He's getting his tusks from over the border. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bud, it is your turn now. Alright, so, uh. Gotta make sure they have proper work visas, or else we're, we finally got him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, uh, I saw my shotgun. So I, uh, I go ahead and I fire one shot into the air just to stop this Hubble Balloon. Mm, that's going okay. on.
0: Uh, that's cool. I like that. Um, make a. I'm gonna say it's a strength roll to intimidate.
3: Okay, so go strong? Yeah. Plus, uh, do I have any of my good? Or just—I mean, if you can
0: justify, if you can justify to me, if it's an excellent sense, not really, not really, because you're not taking in information; you're sort of intimidating
3: people. Okay, so just the
0: two. Ooh, hey, there's a success. Um, and the gun being fired in the air is enough to get everybody to stop as you sort of level it at people.
3: Mm -hmm. What do you say? All right, you, uh, Canadian beard-loving motherfuckers. If you got two seconds to leave my compadres alone and back off before I fill you so full of lead, you'll be pissing fucking lead, <laughs> you goddamn Canadians.
0: All right, you Chicago mustache-loving son of a bitch. We'll back off, eh? You just get off
3: our boss's property, okay? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll go ahead and leave when we're good, goddamn ready. But I think we're good, oh, goddamn ready right now, I'm right, ready. guys? Oh, good, good, cause I. But not because you said so. <laughs> because naturally now I think we have to go grab some lunch or something.
0: Well, what we're
3: gonna remember is it's cause what we said so, so. No, actually, I, I, I said that we are ready to go.
0: No, no, I think you said we're... that only because <laughs> you were sensing
3: that we said that earlier. No, I, because we, I think our investigation is over here. Oh, yeah, it it definitely is, because we're
0: declaring it over.
3: No, we are the cops, so we're the ones who decided. We decided. It's time to go.
2: I'm ready. I'm just sitting in the (laughs) helicopter by now. I've got a book. It's nice. All right, so you guys take off after
0: a little bit of an (laughs) argument. Uh, You take the tractor back over to the helicopter, and you're ready to... Go back to, or actually go wherever, where are you going to go next? So you have some clues here. You've got uh, pieces of
1: a larger puzzle. Are there any... We're uh, going to the nursery to see who's been buying sod lately. Mm. I think we know who's been buying sod lately. But we need proof.
3: <laughs> no, he he, uh, he actually said that he
1: it was his sod. So that would be the proof. But how much is he buying? And is it enough just for that? Or does he have a stockpile of sod to cover up any helicopter crashes that should happen at any point in time?
3: Randomly on this property.
1: Yeah, I can get behind that. When did he buy that sod? Has he been preparing?
2: (laughs) We're letting our plan be dictated by the guy with zero brain. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) He's got so much passion. It's though. Frankel. <laughs> I'm starting to come around to the theory. So you
0: uh, you helicopter over to uh, the nursery, which indeed has helicopter pads. Uh, everywhere has helicopter pads in Alaska, in Brooklyn, Alaska, in Brooklyn, Alaska, because <laughs> um, they know it's one of the only ways the
2: cops can get around.
0: Uh, so That's how you, you can
2: tell the law-abiding places from <laughs> everywhere else.
0: You land at the nursery. Um, there are a couple people about. Uh, you know, a nursery is a place that uh, a lot of the a lot of the the teenagers like to hang out at because it's pretty cool. You know, their plants, photosynthesis, all all sorts of things. Teenagers grow, love. grow lights, Mm-hmm. manure, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's it's a, a nice little – there's the nice little greenhouse on the property. Um, there's some – like, uh, there's a viewing garden, you know, uh, with all your regular gardening tools that you could ever
2: need here. Now, uh, guys, uh, cabbage, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, they're all the same exact species of – okay, I'll stop. <sighs> he never actually gets a fact out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So well trained, um, but I really—that was—I you left me hanging. <laughs> it, I really need it to they're know. They're the same species of plant. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: Oh, gosh! Welcome, officers! How can we help you? I was just passing the police station as I came here, and I was saying to myself, Martha, that police station needs to brighten up a little bit. You don't have enough flowers out there. I'm so glad that uh, the chief finally decided to pop you guys by. Yeah, would you uh, suggest perennials or annuals? I would suggest annuals because it's there's only so long we have before the earth turns into an unforgiving tundra that will strangle the life out of any plant that, uh, goes in its ground. All right. This
2: guy's legit. Okay. okay. <laughs> he knows.
0: <laughs> he knows. Well, this is Martha. Okay. This is Martha. Uh, she does have a bit of a beard. It's confusing, but you know.
1: She's the half woman.
0: In Alaska, men are men
3: and women are too. Um. Oh, I, uh, I am. I'm pretty sure Martha's all.
0: Mar- Martha's
3: all, on the other up, up. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Bud. Hi, Martha. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You don't call anymore, Bud. Well, you know, it's the the police life. I gotta I gotta be on call, and that must be so hard for you. You probably need someone who understands. I, I appreciate that, Martha. I re- I really do. I could fix you. I I we'll talk about that later, Martha. <laughs> I, we gotta we gotta. Got a few questions for you. Yeah, f- sure, sure. Uh, how much of the uh, the sod has been uh, been purchased lately?
0: Oh, that's so funny you should mention sod. We're way out of sod. Oh, someone's been buying a lot of Oh, lot of sod. yeah. Sod's real popular this year. I don't know. I had to triple my order, and I'm still out of sod. Who's Anybody? been buying all the sod? Oh, lots of different people. Mostly transplants that are coming here from elsewhere. From Canada? How did you know?
1: The curlers.
3: <laughs> they happen to look like a bunch of like uh, bearded, uh, big, strong uh, uh, Canadian boys. Oh yeah, big, strong Canadian
2: boys wearing.
3: Yeah, lots of flannel. Although it's Alaska, so that's not saying much. How did they? Uh, how did they transport all this uh, sod? If you mind, mind me asking.
0: Uh you know, strangest thing—they uh, came over in helicopters too.
2: Can you? Uh, could you estimate? Oh, the square yardage of the sod. Like what? What sort of volume? Oh, Tri- triple your order, just like ballpark. We're
0: would that talking about. I'd say a couple acres a worth couple of acres. sod. All right. Yeah, at least.
1: What did these helicopters look like?
0: Oh, well, let's see. I'm not sure I remember too much about them, but they had the sweetest little whale inscribed on the side of them. Sounds familiar.
3: Things are starting to add up for us there, Martha.
0: Oh, good. I'm so glad I could help.
1: We need a warrant. To look at her credit cards transactions to see who purchased all of this sod. <laughs> or we could sweet talk the nice lady to just let us look at her. Or I could punch her. <laughs> um, Those are the three options you have. I think I uh I think I can sweet talk her. You got it, bud. I will punch her till she gives us her credit card transactions. Ace. Ace. Don't think Don't I Don't hit won't. a lady ace.
3: Even one with a beard. Fine. So uh, fast, plus my uh, ladies skills. Fast, do you think for fast talker?
0: I think I feel like that might be so smart, smart, smart. Yeah, sure. Or it could even be strong. You know, you're showing off flex. your sweet vibe. I'll go. Well, how, are,
1: how are you hitting on her? Yeah, it depends. Sweet talking? Are you, what you, know, are you what flexing? Are you, it depends oh, on I'm, what you're saying. I'm sweet talking. Are you like dancing
3: her? real quickly? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna sweet talk her. Okay. Well, so it'd be my. Uh, Plus two for ladies and mm-hmm. four for smart. Yeah.
1: What do you, what do you say to her?
3: Yeah. For it, a
1: bonus die.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. If you say something really awesome, you might get a bonus
3: die. I'll, I'll probably, uh, uh, say that she and I should go out for a romantic dinner, uh, after I close this case with her help to thank her for uh, her invaluable service to her community enter her cops.
0: Well, that wasn't as cool as one of the examples which is not looking at explosions. So I'm gonna say, <laughs> you don't earn the uh, awesome bonus die, but uh, th- that seems like a good enough thing to say so roll
2: it.
3: <laughs> okay. I oh man, I more, should right? have
2: a scarf. Look at that. <laughs> it's right there on the sheet. I should have a scarf. It's Alaska.
3: <laughs> it's a bit hippie out. Need one more die.
2: Thank
3: you.
1: You seduced the shit out of her. Oh yeah, dude.
3: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, dude.
3: That's four successes. Oh
0: man. Uh so yeah. But it's really is nice to see you again now that we're not as standing as close to your friends. I uh I would love to go out on that dinner.
3: I'll uh I'll give you a call, Martha.
0: What, what, what can I help you with? How can I help you solve
3: the case, bud? I, I, I need to just take a peek at some of the, the credit card transactions. Bud, you know my business is all I have. It's private affair. Martha, it, it's me.
1: Bud, it is you.
3: I'll just, uh, I'll just be in and out. Real quick, like. Just gotta, just gotta see who's making the most transactions.
0: Before you do, but do me a favor,
3: kiss me, you know I'm on duty, Martha, <laughs> but you take me in the back room. I'll give you a little kiss
0: um so she she takes you into the back room where all the all the papers are. you kiss her and you feel the bristles of her of her lady beard brush against your mix with your mustache. <laughs> it's just how you like it just like flow <laughs> <laughs> but you get the information you need so uh hurry finish finish up that case soon bud. i'll be looking forward to that dinner
3: i have, absolutely martha mm. but you know how these things go sometimes it could be the end of this week could be 2 weeks from now yeah, could be a month
0: usually usually these things either wrap up at the end of this week or or two weeks. It's usually a one part or a two part thing. Or it could be three weeks. Well, it's very there. I I don't remember any three part cases that and you have We, we ever are had. true detectives.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it could take all month. Could could
0: take. Uh, Good <laughs> take. Uh, is
1: the yellow king. I knew it.
0: <laughs> and he, yeah, he's from Carcosa, Alaska.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: It's so a close shady to place you have the information that you need from her uh you guys part head back into the helicopter so you know the exact amount of sod and it is quite a bit of sod and names and, and the
2: time it was purchased mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right uh we should probably go back and talk to the captain i think it's time to run those names in the one computer and have a research montage Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to fly to the library first
0: <laughs> yeah you fly to the library where the computer is in town
3: which is literally like two blocks from the nursery
0: yep and also two blocks from the police station and- <laughs> although blocks in Brooklyn Alaska are
2: several miles long of course alright so uh, Reggie Brains is on the computer he's furiously typing C- the computer is doing things that computers do not do uh, there, there are two people like typing at once because that makes sense. <laughs> A command prompt comes up and does nothing, and no one knows why. <laughs> the camera fades out and it shows the dozen roses he bought at the nursery for his mom because no one else would want them from him. <laughs> uh, so, what are you looking for? I'm uh, I'm looking to see everything I can about the people who bought the sod for Frankel. And their connections to Frankel, to see, uh, and also to the um, their yeah. their employment at the uh the black helicopter land. Yeah. What so,
1: does, what does this say here? Jefferson Thompson, dishonorably discharged from the Mounties. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a shady man. So I'm gonna roll. Yeah. So you roll wrote- smart plus
2: bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Does that get awesome? Yeah. 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 All right. Alright, two, oh shit, five. Oh man.
0: <laughs> Whoa. So you got, you, you find the roots of these people real quick. Um, uh, there are all sorts of people in a in uh, addition to Rick Moranis, who you already know from his crew, uh, you you find a William Murray, Harold Ramis, Jonathan Candy, and Jonathan Candy. <laughs> They've All got
2: records as long as my arm. Yeah. Andy Andy Aykroyd. They're, yeah, <laughs> they're even as long as Ace's arm. He has and much all bigger of their arms. Their last names
1: are Jacoby. All Jacoby <laughs> brothers.
2: All Jacoby brothers. brothers. Um.
0: And uh, they, yeah, they're all Jacoby brothers, and they all belong to the Blackfish mercenary crew, uh, mm-hmm. the paramilitary organization that operates just a few blocks down from the library. Um, <laughs> And what, what's more, you found their immigration papers, yes. and there's something wrong with them. What's wrong with them? They've all been forged.
3: <gasps> the Blackfish are fishy documents. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> These are
1: illegal aliens. Bum, bum, bum. bum. From, Canada. Was, uh, <laughs> From Canada. The chief
2: was right. It's aliens <laughs> all along.
3: I smelled it. I smelled the aliens.
0: All right. Um, so. <laughs> You met it, you finished, so you finished the research, uh, you definitely know these are indeed illegal aliens <laughs> buying sod who are members of the Blackfish that are, and definitely all these Blackfish, uh, operatives are working under the direction of Tom Frankel.
2: All right. Well, fellas, I think we should, uh, the question is just Why? Why the cows? Why the cows? Why the
1: cow? Why the why the wine drunk cows? Why the wine drunk? We should share our
3: information with the uh, the chief.
1: Yes, and uh, we'll fly over there.
3: We should get back in the helicopter, (laughs) the police helicopter.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you. So you fly back over to the police station. Um, there's a 10 car pile up at the one intersection.
2: Just as, just no a, stop none of it. us have been directing traffic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's under gridlock over there. There are four cars sitting at that intersection at the end of the tunnel, and all of them are too polite to to, to go. <laughs> oh no,
1: you and first. They're all oh, waving no, each first. other on. And the 10 car pile up is just them just like, no, it's fine. No. <laughs> yeah. Please um, go. go. It's, it's okay i'm I'm not in a hurry. it's okay.
3: No one's in a hurry. We're all living in Alaska.
0: <laughs> we all
1: live in Alaska. If I were in a I hurry, didn't... I'd bring my helicopter. one really upset man named Harry is just like I should have flown my helicopter today. <laughs> oh, <I knew laughs> totally it. A helicopter I day
2: it.
0: I mean, I'm not in any hurry, but but I just it was a helicopter day and I blew it. um, so yeah, you pull We in. only have so much sunlight. Oh wait, <laughs>
3: wait <laughs> we have a. I've been of we're burning daylight night.
0: over here. <laughs> I gotta be home for the three hours of night that we're gonna have. <laughs> uh So you guys landed the police station just as the chief is pulling up. Oh, hey, guys. You got out of the library just now, eh? Yes, yeah. chief. So you haven't heard.
1: Heard what, chief?
0: Oh, there was an accident over at the nursery. Big old... Martha. Big old pile of dirt fell on Martha. She's in the hospital. (sighs) Oh, no. Well, that's it for One Shot this week, heroes. But don't worry. We'll return to Brooklyn, Alaska for another bone-crunching episode of Police Cops next week. I'd like to thank my friend Grant, a.k.a. Ironicus, for joining us on the show. He runs a little podcast called Let's Play the 13th Age, and you can find the link to that in the show notes. On June 29th, which is coming up very soon, One Shot is going to be doing a special event with the Chicago Nerd Social Club, Roleplaying 101. You'll get to play a game of Dungeon World with me, or Cat, and get to see a show at medieval times while eating a dinner. It is only $40, which is an insane deal because medieval times usually cost $60. There's a link to that in the show notes. Guys, One Shot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. That music which is right now up over my voice is the of Infinity See you next time,
1: hero.